Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Palo Alto Networks has the broadest, most comprehensive cybersecurity for private cloud, public cloud, and SaaS environments because secure clouds are happy clouds. Protect yours today at go.paloaltonetworks.com slash secure clouds. Security news this week. One login had one very bad breach by Brian Barrett. For the first time in too long, a week went by without any major international security incidents, unless you count the U.S. withdrawal from the Paris Climate Agreement, which you probably should. Perhaps unsurprisingly, that meant there was also time to look at defensive measures for a change. For instance, the U.S. successfully tested its very expensive, not entirely reliable missile defense system, but that doesn't mean we'd be safe from a real-world attack. Pokemon Go switched its tactics to defend against cheaters, sending them to a Pidgey purgatory rather than outright banning them. And we got an inside look at how Google's worldwide security teams keep the web safe from phishing. Well, safer, anyway. And a group of researchers have found a novel way to figure out where cell phone snooping Stingray devices hide, with an assist from rideshare service drivers. The first official day of summer is June 21st, meaning you've still got time to do some digital spring cleaning that should make you more secure. There's also still time to ignore anything Vladimir Putin says about election hacking, since it's all just misdirection anyway. And time ran out for Silk Road creator Ross Ulbricht, whose life sentence an appellate court upheld this week. And there's more. Each Saturday, we round up the news stories that we didn't break or cover in depth, but that still deserve your attention. One login customers had a very bad, no good week. Many, many mega corporations use one login for password and single sign on management. Many, many of them might wish they hadn't right about now. In a blog post, the company acknowledged that not only had hackers breached its U.S. data center, getting access to database tables that contain information about users, apps, and various types of keys. Not good. And worse still, one login added that the intruders could maybe possibly have decrypted sensitive data during the seven hours they were in one login systems. 
The company has detailed some steps affected customers can take to mitigate the damage, but time will tell how much has already been done. Security firms used counterterrorism tactics against Standing Rock protesters. Documents obtained by The Intercept detail how a private security group called Tiger Swan treated Dakota Access Pipeline protesters as an insurgency group. Coordinating with government authorities across five states, the organization surveilled the group in depth, even infiltrating activist camps using false identities. It's an in-depth look at how a private security group viewed lawful domestic protesters as terrorists and how public agencies relied on that group for intel. The U.S. will officially demand your social media handles at the border. Want to visit the U.S.? Get ready to hand over all of your social media handles and accounts from the last five years. It's not a new policy, per se. The Obama administration had been combing people's social media histories already. But the Trump administration has codified the search process for flagged visa applicants. It's unclear how effective the screening would be, given that many social media accounts offer anonymity, but the enhanced measures are nonetheless in place. WikiLeaks continues to clear out Vault 7. As promised, WikiLeaks continues to trot out Vault 7 CIA hacking methods. This week, the group detailed Pandemic, a tool that leverages Windows file servers to infect other computers in the same network. Despite a killer name, Pandemic has some serious limitations, indicating it may have existed for very specific use cases only. And as Ars Technica notes, the documentation in the release was incomplete, A hacker wouldn't be able to pull off the attack based on what WikiLeaks provided. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.